You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of December 9, 2018. This is episode 103. From that city by the Winter Sailor Sea, I am AJ Barce. And straight out of 98226, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, we are in the Venn diagram of analog and digital in life. In this case, we're talking about books. We're recording live from one of our favorite places in Bellingham. Can you guess what it is? We'll give you one guess. It's the initials are VB. Pull up a chair. Let's talk for a little bit. This is the Bellingham Podcast. I smell the sweet, sweet aroma of caffeine and pages of books. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing just great. We are in a wonderful area. AJ, Barce, where the heck are we? We are in the penthouse of Fairhaven. That's what I'm calling the this. The penthouse of Fairhaven. Yeah, huh? we're All at right. Village Books. We're in the top floor of uh, what they're now calling their writer's corner. The writer's corner. That's right. Yeah. Southwest corner if you got the compass activated. <laughs> compass and the Google. The, the, uh, the Google Maps. Uh, so housekeeping. At the top of the show, if you've been listening to us for the last two or three episodes, we have been alluding to the fact that we've been reaching out uh, to the community for partners. Let me let me be clear at the top of the show. Chris and I are not looking for advertisements. We don't want to be a generic podcast that is, you know, we have to do a certain amount of things for a certain amount of listeners. That's not what our show's ever been about. And what Chris and I have been looking for is just people or entities that wanted to support the show and what we're about and what the show is about. And out of it, we found somebody that fit the bill, what I call the goods list. The, the goods list actually is, is rather extensive in some cases, but they're all quality and they're all places and people that we believe in. Yeah. And one of those places uh, that are on our goods list that we've talked about in many episodes in the past is Village Books here in Fairhaven in Bellingham, uh, a longtime independent bookstore here in Whatcom County, uh, both in Bellingham and in Linden uh, with their second location. So yeah, uh, we are recording live here, uh, if you may hear some room ambience and, uh, and other such, and you may be able to hear pages turning uh, from those reading a book, but uh, we're, we're recording here for a particular reason. Yes, because we this episode is in partnership with Village Books and Libro FM out of Seattle, Washington. And if you haven't heard of Libro FM, they are a audiobook company in which they partner with independent bookstores around the nation. I think they have, uh, is it 5,000 or so? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, independent bookstores? Well, you're, 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 you can't spoil. I've got, I've got an interview with the CEO and founder, but dude. But dude, I always go to the last chapter to see how things no, end. No, 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 no. Don't cliff notes this, dude. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> in all honesty, <laughs> so uh, we want to we want to say thank you to our our partners for this episode, Village Books and Libro FM. Absolutely. And on this episode, you're going to hear from both the owners of Village Books as well as the founder and CEO of Libro FM. Now, the uh, at the top of the show, I want to kind of put out because what Chris and I really wanted to do for this episode is work with this these entities, and you'll you'll understand the story behind both of them in a second. But in supporting the show, they also have provided listeners a benefit. And here's what's really cool. Okay, if you go to Libro FM. One Libro.fm. Yeah, Libro.fm. What you'll be able to do is you'll be able to select your local independent bookstore. Now, obviously, if you're in the Bellingham area, we're going to say you, you want to make sure that you select Village Books. That's right. But this goes for anywhere because obviously we're big in Sri Lanka. We are. I don't know if Libro.fm goes to Sri Lanka, but if they do, they probably have a bookstore they partner with. And when you select that, 25% of every purchase stays in the community and goes to that bookstore. And what they have done for Beham podcast listeners is something really skookum. They've got a three for one audiobooks deal. Okay. And we've got a link in the show notes where if you subscribe to one month, a Libro FM, they'll give you three credits. 
So that's three books. Three books for, for the, the price, price of, of one. one. Now, bear in mind, that also benefits Village Books. Again, and you're going to hear about how that impact of a digital service is supporting a local community. This isn't a big Horkin service that maybe has audiobooks that we've all used perhaps in the past where none of that money stays in our community here in Bellingham. And this service is a little bit different where it is going to keep some of that money here. It's a little groundbreaking as far as how we're using technology and we're, we're actually finding a way to uh, enjoy tech and have it benefit the local community. And that's something that AJ and I are behind. This is what we are in favor of, and that's part of why they're on the goods list. Yeah, so uh, you're probably thinking, well, what's the cost difference of it? Really, there's not. It's $14.99 a month. It's no different than probably another service you may have used. You'll receive three audiobook credits for that $14.99 for during the first month of membership. They have over 100,000 books in their collection, and you'll hear with my interview with Mark that if you see something that's not there, you can reach out to a real human being to see if they can get a copy of it for you. And again, some of the proceeds of that will support Village Books. And if you want to continue, uh, every month after that, you'll pay $14.99 and you get one credit a month for any audiobook in their store. Or you can buy, you know, if you don't want to wait for credit, just like anything else, you can buy a book. It's really... It's really easy. And I know that a lot of other podcasts say that about another service, but here's the thing that I like about it. They don't make you feel bad if you want to put your account on hold or cancel. Like they don't give you another screen. It's like, wait, before you go, take a look. No, like they understand because books take time. Reading takes time. And if you want to put it on hold, great. If you want to cancel, great. If you want to come back, great. They're bringing a more human element to something that has kind of been sterilized by digital it's reading. And one of the things that, one of the ways you're able to read these audiobooks or listen to these audiobooks is with your smartphone app. Whether you've got an iPhone or an Android, it's a free download for their Libro.fm app. And I found that the interface is, interface is very clean. You hear me out there, minimalists? I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, it's a very clean interface, and I've been enjoying uh, a couple books that. Uh, I can listen to in my car or with my headphones when I'm walking the dog. It's been a very clean experience for me with the app. Yeah. And so I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Yeah. And and like I said, going forward, like because full disclosures, like Chris and I have been using the service for a while because we've been checking them out and talking off the mic. Like going forward, they're the place that I'm looking for for books because it value they value our community and, yep. and they're supporting our local business, which is awesome. All right. So enough of the plugs with that. Also. The one other human aspect, yes. which I don't know if you caught in the show notes, we have Bellingham Podcast has our own reading list with Libro FM. Yes, they do. And we have a link in our show <laughs> yes, notes, drink. drink, of which uh, AJ Barsay's top picks for audiobooks and, and yours truly. Uh, I've had a couple of books that I think would be rather uh, cool to be listening to as well that I've been a fan of. So go to the link that we got and uh, check out to see what kind of books we're reading yeah. uh, on these audiobooks. But let's go to the interview. What do you say? Yeah, that's it. All right. Hey, Mark. Welcome to the show. Great to be with you. Hey, so you are a founder and CEO of this company called Libro FM. What is it? So Libro FM is the first audiobook company that makes it possible to buy audiobooks through your local bookstore. And we're very fortunate to work with Village Books right there in Bellingham as one of our key partner bookstores. 
Dude, that's awesome. How, how did the idea of Libro come about? So I uh, have a background in book publishing and I love reading books and enjoy sitting in a chair with a print book. But I found that I wasn't reading as many print books as I wanted to uh, over the course of a year. And so that's when I discovered audiobooks. And the advantage with audio is that you can listen anytime, anywhere. So whether for me personally, that's uh, when I come back from a run and I, I stretch or I'm cleaning my house. My house, by the way, has never been cleaner since audiobooks came into life. <laughs> um, or going for, going for a walk or before I go to sleep at night, I often um, listen to an audiobook or, or on an airplane, my noise canceling headphones. So that's what's incredible about audiobooks. They go with you in our busy lives. Dude, and I don't know, uh, I don't know about you, but I've got a toddler, and I I have become a reading aficionado ever since he, his birth. So I feel you. How long ago did Libro start off? We started the company uh, about five years ago, and we are Seattle-based. We all work in um, the greater Seattle area, but you know, it gets better every year. We continue to grow in terms of uh, our partner uh, bookstores. We love our customers, and they're always giving us uh, helpful feedback. And so we're really happy with uh, what we offer today. Yeah, I have to say, like, you guys are probably one of the more open uh, technology service uh, companies that uh, Chris and I have come across because, I mean, before even going into this interview, like, I, I gave you guys some notes. Like, here's what I, I love your service, but here's some stuff. And you guys were, you know, positive about that, which, yeah, that's, that's super great. So with Libro partnering with community bookstores, how does that work? How, how many community bookstores have you partnered with and how, how does that whole revenue thing work? Sure. So while well, I was saying we are a small company, we're actually big when you think about that we have more than 5,000 bookselling partners around the country. Sweet. And I appreciate your kind words about our service. And our goal is really to match the service that a customer gets when they go into an independent bookstore. Because for us, it's all about the people and you have, and our customers know they're real people behind Libra FM who love audiobooks and offer great recommendations. And so that's our, that's our secret sauce. Uh, it's, um, it's a very tasty sauce. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but how it works is we, yeah, so we partner with bookstores and, uh, but it's all localized. And so for example, at Village Books, you can either go into the store and talk to the fine booksellers there and get audiobook recommendations or sit in the comfort of your home and, and go to the website uh, also to get recommendations from these booksellers uh, or see what's uh, popular across other partner stores and, and browse our bestseller list. So that's one of the unique things about what we do. Yeah, no, it's, it's I, I love it. I mean, the fact that there's more of a human element to this, which, I mean, that's the thing, like books, you're all about the author, you're about the reading experience and up until I met, honestly, you and your company, like audiobooks has kind of been sterilized because of perhaps a juggernaut that is also in this area. And yeah, like being able to connect a little bit more with community, I, I think that's important because leading up to where we're at today, like, I mean, it wasn't too long ago that there were big box book stores that were putting out the local, the local businesses out. And that was kind of a sad day. And to see somebody like you and a, and a company like yours come in and actually say, hey, digital's not here to wreck your day. We should be augmenting the local bit. Looking onto your guys' uh, website, I noticed that you, you, there's like a percentage that stays within the community. And uh, how does that work out with, with uh, Village Books and, and Libro? 
Uh, Libro more or less shares the revenue uh, with the partner bookstore. So we are uh, true partners together. And so a customer can feel really good about deciding to put their money in their community instead of um, a big corporation and know the people um, that they're supporting personally. So I got to know what you're listening to right now, what you're reading. Let me pull up the, the Libro <laughs> FM app. <laughs> Shameless plug, are allowed. Uh, I'm currently listening to an uh, audiobook called Barons of the Sea. My father and I are listening to the book together because we love sailing and sea stories, but enjoyed recently some of David Foster Wallace's nonfiction uh, essays. And one of my favorites is a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again. So there's so many books I could go on and on about what I'm recommending. Dude, no, that's that's killer. So from what I was reading online, you guys have about 100,000 books. So, so you're right. We have 100,000 audiobooks, and, and that's a lot of audiobooks. And so we see uh, our job working with our partner stores and booksellers to help you find these hidden gems out there, right? And to sort through all 100,000 books that are on our website. And so we do it uh, in a number of ways. Uh, we have bookseller recommendations front and center on our site. Uh, another unique thing is we have a curated playlist. We have more than a couple hundred uh, curated playlists on anything from books that authors have read themselves, which often are some of the best, to books on different, uh, different themes, uh, mm. such as Scandinavian authors is even a very small subgenre of, <laughs> of uh, recommendations that one of our partner stores uh, had suggested. So uh, we make it yeah, easy for you to find uh, the great audiobooks. So now that you said that, I've, I'm going to have to do a shameless plug. Hey, uh, everybody, the Bellingham podcast has a curated playlist, which I think is really cool of you guys. So, and that, that's a libro.fm slash playlist slash Beham podcast, our very own hashtag. So that's really cool. So what's, what's the costs? Uh, like if somebody after listening, to this is like, dude, so I can get audiobooks, not support a juggernaut and support my local bookstore. I'm in like, how much does it cost? What do I do? What do I get? Yeah. So we invite everyone to become a member because uh, that's really the best value and the way to show your support for your local bookstore. And it's pretty easy how we have it set up. The first audiobook in month is free. Uh, there's no charge. It's just a trial. See if you like audiobooks or not. We think you'll like them. So, and a lot of people stick around. Uh, and then we uh, charge you $14.99 a month. And then that gets you any audiobook you want of the 100000 each month. And then, of course, you could gift audiobooks to friends and family through memberships and, uh, or just buy them one at a time. You can absolutely uh, do that, any of the 100,000. Yeah, that's cool. The other thing I, I personally want to say props to is, so I, I started my, my trial and I'm sticking with you guys, but uh, especially with a toddler, I can only read a book for like very short snippets. And I, I mean, listen to a book in very short snippets. So the thing that I really appreciate about your guys' backend on, on your account is like, it's easy to put my account on hold and I don't feel bad doing it like somebody else's service where, you know, like you, you say, like your credits don't expire. They're just there. Um, which I think is really great. Like it's it's fostering the fact that you guys are promoting listening and reading as opposed to stick with our service. You know, I, I think that's really cool of you guys. Thank you. Yeah, you know, again, yeah, it goes back to that uh, we're real people behind this technology company and uh, we always want to do the right thing. So yeah, you can pause your account at any time. 
You can, of course, cancel your account. It's very easy to do. We think you'll stick with us for a long time. But then we also do returns. So if you don't like uh, the narrator or the audiobook you're listening to, you just email us and we, we do a return for you. So uh, we're really easy to work with. Yeah, no, that's, that, yeah, that's totally great. So one, one last thing that I, I was really interested about from my, my geek side, I, I came across a book on your service and it was, it was listed, but it said that it was unavailable in my country because it's not cage free. Can, can you talk a little bit about that and what, sure. that is, what that means? Yeah. So when we say cage-free, we wanted to add some humor to a, um, a more technical concept called digital rights management, and that's called DRM. And it's important for us that all of our audiobooks are cage-free, that they're DRM-free. And uh, that's different from other companies out there. And what it means is that you can then listen to the audiobook on multiple devices. So whether you have a computer or an iPad or an Android device, you can listen to that audiobook and it's not locked. And it's also an important philosophical thing for Libro FM. And, and we're, we're, we, we put a, we're strong, we feel strongly about that. Yeah, and, and so do Chris and I. And when I read about that, I thought that was absolutely great because we like our, our, our digital things, not only cage-free, but grass-fed and non-GMO. <laughs> Absolutely. We should add that too, that our Libro FM audiobooks are (laughs) non-GMO. You heard it from the CEO and founder, folks. (laughs) Well, anyway, Mark, uh, thank you so much for being on the show and doing this interview. Great. We love your show and Village Books, and thanks for spending the time talking with us about audiobooks. Well said, I must say. Yeah. So thank you, Mark, so much. Uh, Again, Mark is the CEO and founder, and the fact that we had a a CEO of a company on our show. That's pretty school cool. I I'm, I'm happy about that. And uh, all by the way, just down I five a ways. Yeah. yeah. Over there in Seattle. That's pretty cool too. So if, if you are, if you're going to go visit the Seattle area on the I five, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Community radio here in the heart in the city of so do excitement, that other wonderful local thing that we do. So uh, with that said on the local beat, we have another interview on uh, with regards to this. It's two interviews for the show of one. Well, I guess it's three, but there's two. Anyway, Village Books. Yes. All right, so the second interview on our show is with two out of the three owners here in Village Books, Paul and Sarah. Uh, we had a great talk about Village Books here in the community and how they have partnered with local authors and also how they're in that Venn diagram of analog books and digital uh, audio books with Libro FM. So why don't we just go to the uh, interview right now and let's take a listen. So my name is Sarah Hutton and I'm one of the co-owners. I'm Paul Hansen, one of the co-owners. Our third partner in crime isn't here today. Uh, we do get rarely days off. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, Village Books is, it, it's easy to say, you, Village is a main staple of Bellingham, okay? And I would even argue of Whatcom County. How has Village Books changed over the years? Like, I mean, what, has it always been like in this building? Like, what has, how, has, how long has Village Books been around? You know, I don't know if the show is long enough to talk about how much has changed over the years. It's we we truly have a manual on it, and we're we're going to be uh, illustrating the history here and the store here uh, in the coming year. Actually, we've got a goal for that. Um, it started out really small, a couple of doors down, and it's been growing ever since. It's moved in different permutations around Fairhaven, always within a few doors of each other. Uh, this building that we're in right now was built in 2004. And um, it's gone through a number of changes and facelifts. Uh, most recently is the introduction of our newest cafe up here, uh, tenant, the Evolve Chocolates and Cafe. Um, 
when we took over ownership, somebody said, uh, a lot of people said, don't change anything. I said, if we don't change anything, that'll be a change. So. That is incredibly zen. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to being a bookstore, what would you say uh, Village Books impact or what would how does it enhance Bellingham and Fairhaven where would you say uh, that would be its best uh, feature other than selling books probably what we're best known for is being a part of the community we um, uh, the previous owners Chuck and D one philanthropic business owners um, of Washington State which is no small honor at all and we have continued in that tradition with our rounded up program where we select one nonprofit per quarter to highlight and folks can contribute at the registers and we try and do coordinated events with each of those nonprofits and it's also on a smaller basis too. You know, families come in and, you know, we'll see them as little ones and then they grow up and have their own little ones. And so it is really community on a, on a ground level as well as some of the big picture things that we do. Excellent. Totally. So I've got to ask a kind of a, a hard question, okay? How did Village Books survive the, the, the era that was the big box bookstores? I mean, we had... Uh, brands that will not be named, but the green and white logo move into several towns and pretty much kill the local bookstore around the United States. How did Village Books survive this? Oh, good golly. Um, I think it's that community aspect. It's being responsive to the community and it's being a part of the community. Um, the Both Sarah and I come from a corporate background. We used to work for those big box stores. I was in the little box. She was in the big box. I was in the big box. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was, uh, I don't know about you, but it was my, always my aspiration to work in an independent bookstore. It was like, okay, well, here I'm doing this, but I really want to work in the big show. That's where the real booksellers are. And the seeing those the, the, the change from working in that atmosphere where you had no local control whatsoever. An author, a local author would come in and say, hey, could you carry my book? We'd say, I'd love to. Let me check with the home office back in Sioux City, Iowa and see if they would want to carry the book here. And then we'd have to go through a process and maybe, maybe not. But here, it's like somebody walks in and says, hey, I've got a new book. Can you carry it? Sure. Do you have copies? Yeah, bring it on in. We'll put it on the shelf. And we, so yeah, ultra responsive. And um, both with our authors and with our customers. People come in and they want something, we can make a decision to carry it here. It's mm -hmm. local control. And we also have a customer base that is really aware of the importance of a shop local movement. And so I grew up primarily in Las Vegas where there was not a whole lot of shop local happening. <laughs> there weren't many other things other than chains to shop at. And so I didn't have that concept of an independent store, an independent business, and how economically that's a different thing than the big box whatever that shows up in the strip mall. So it's, uh, I think it's a testament to the customers too that they realize that if we're here, we're here because of them. And that is the way it needs to be going forward as well. From a customer, from a customer standpoint, speaking for myself, I get that from the vibe of the staff. Uh, it does. I don't get the vibe that I'm being, I'm not being upsold with uh, particularly the latest, uh, greatest book that would come out. And so that's always nice to be able to just simply browse and not feel like I'm being tracked. So, <laughs> yeah. so from a customer yeah. standpoint, I do appreciate that. Getting back to the local author uh, thing, in addition to just simply providing their books uh, in your store space, how else are you working with local authors, either working or helping them out uh, in, in the community? 
Well, golly, it starts right here where we're sitting in the writer's corner. It was, um, th this is probably the perfect demonstration of the, the uh, combination of supporting our local writers and building community because um, Sarah and I are both writers as well and you know getting out of your cave and connecting with other writers for the first time is a really daunting thing. It's very scary. Yeah and uh, we've got a really rich writing community here in Bellingham with a lot of other organizations as well but um, one of my favorite things to ever hear about is when somebody said oh thank you to so-and-so coffee shop for providing a space for me to write my book it's like that's what people do they get out of their den they get out of their cave and they come out and they have a place to write um, but this is also a place for our writers groups to meet and connect and um, generate their work and kind of their first toe in the water of getting involved with the writing community. And then we've got the writing classes that we've um, produced through the Whatcom Community College in partnership with them and the Chugging Out Writers Conference and then our publishing program and so we really take it from the, the germ of an idea anywhere along the writer's journey. We're there to help and serve and be a part of all the way through publication and events. It's a multifaceted uh, approach uh, from what you're describing. Here in the writer's corner, as we're looking around, uh, there's a reservation schedule cleanly posted on one of the tables and it's pretty much booked Sunday yeah. through Friday. Uh, I guess Saturday would be the Sabbath for writers <laughs> to, to actually enjoy uh, uh, Bellingham. But I think there's definitely opportunities with this third floor corner, dare I say, what is it, Southwest uh, yes. Nook? Uh, to be able for writers to be able to connect. It's the penthouse. The penthouse. This is a penthouse <laughs> of Fairhaven right here. Okay. The writer's penthouse. The writer's okay, penthouse. There we go. No. You, heard, you heard it here first. <laughs> Quick, I need to I need to trademark that. Yes. Uh, okay, so let's let's so that's a little bit of the past and the present. Let's look at the future. Okay, what does Village Books look like in the next five to ten years? Like how how is Village adapting to a digital age? Like uh, are you guys seeing more patronage or less patronage or digital patronage? <laughs> you know. Um, What's that look like for Village? So we have always tried to be aware of what's on the horizon. And, you know, sometimes with greater success than others, that's for sure. But um, one of the things that we've really been focusing on lately is the audiobook feature that we have through Libro.fm. They have um, a lot of the same characteristics that you might find with something like Audible, but with... <laughs> we usually say that's the other service that starts with an A that sponsors a lot of podcasts, not this one. Not Definitely this not. one. <laughs> Please continue. But for, for a community that's so active like Bellingham, you go on a hike, you're gardening, you're doing all of these different things that you can't literally hold a book in your hands. You can still be enjoying that author experience and that's one of the things that I have actually found that I really enjoy is you get caught up in this narrative and then all of a sudden your your chore is done or your garden is weeded and you're like hey look at me mm -hmm. yeah I used to just enjoy them on um, CD and the only CD player I had was in my car I wasted so much gas just driving around <laughs> and around and around until I finished the book now I don't have to excellent <laughs> going back to like your partnership with Libro FM what does that partnership mean and how does it benefit Village Books and the, our community as a whole coming from the horse's mouth like how do you see that Libro is benefiting you and the Bellingham community? <laughs> that's, that's a really big question. It's not a hard question, it's just a big question because how to answer it. So you were asking before about how we um, stay on the leading edge of technology and um, Libro FM has made it so easy for us to do that by um, and um, by linking to our website. You go to our website, you link over to Libro, even if you don't do that, you go to them directly, you can link it up with your local independent bookstore. 
And so they're helping us to stay technologically on the leading edge where we wouldn't have the, the pockets or the bandwidth to be able to do that. Um, you spoke with Mark, you see how great they are and um, to have such a dynamic partner that it's also that's also involved with this and they're, they're getting our staff recommendations so that we can personalize the selection for our customers beyond just, oh, here's some more digital audio books and here's the best sellers. Is there, these are ones that we stand behind here at Village Books. And um, then there's just the, the value of keeping things local. I mean, from a, from a purely financial point of view, I'll throw some numbers out. So every $100 you spend, um, if you spend that in a local independent bookstore, $67 of that stay in the community. That's building our roads, that's going to our schools, that's all of our infrastructure. You spend it with a chain and about $30, $33 chase stays in the community. If you buy at a uh, online, Source that shall be remain nameless. <laughs> Thank How you. much do you think comes back in the community? A Not dime? Much. None. Yeah. No, okay, well. Yeah. Two thirds, one third, Zero. no thirds. <laughs> no thirds. <laughs> Zero thirds. Yeah. None of the thirds. So I've got a fairly targeted question for you. As, uh, as this uh, episode is going to be aired during the holiday shopping season, if there was one item in this hallowed ground of a bookstore <laughs> for a holiday gift item for the kiddos. Let's just say they're 11 and 8, for example. <laughs> Sarah, what would you think would be a, a appropriate or a really great gift idea? Chris, it sounds like you're trying to get advice for yourself. Or no, no, no. Family no. Members in your- I know a guy. Oh, okay, so, okay. Just making yeah, sure. Asking for a friend. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, A but, friend. Yes. So, a couple kiddos. What would be a great uh, gift idea uh, that one can find here in Village Books? Do they have to share? Or do they each get their own item? Let's try sharing. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the things that, that we just got in that is actually really fun is Bellinghamopoly. Ah, so yes. It's our Monopoly style game focused on Bellingham. And so that could have a very, you could have a very fun family game night and just, you know, there's always a lesson to be learned about money and mm-hmm. <laughs> power in Bellingham Opoly. So, and we have a property on there. I think it's uh, for eight hundred dollars. You two could buy Village Books. That's a deal and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Is that before or after you go to jail? <laughs> Hopefully, not even uh, right. That's not a, yeah. Yes, okay, Chris. Hey, you know, I always enjoy uh, talking with the big guns, dude. I also have to say, I have to say, so Sarah, Sarah's doubly the goods. You know why? Oh, I know why, but tell us why. <laughs> okay, so right after we did that interview, she had to look at me and she had to bust out her watch that she was wearing because she's a listener of the show. Yes, indeed. And so I have to say, Sarah, you're doubly the goods because she is part of the watch fan. That's right. It was a rather impressive uh, watch, and I almost it almost looked like one of those turbulence. Yep. Turbulence. It was a skeleton. It was a skeletonized uh, uh, watch. We'll have a picture up on uh, on my Instagram at yes. AJ Barce. Uh, we've got a couple of shots from this recording, so uh, you'll be able to see the the owners of uh, Village Books as well as the wrist shots That's that we right. did, which was really cool. All right, let's wrap this thing up. This has been a whole lot of fun. Yep, that wraps up for this edition of the Bellion Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us wherever you'd like to get your podcast remember if you're in the bellingham area you might be listening to us on kmre 102.3 fm low power community 
Radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. Also, if you are on Libro FM or if you're looking for recommendations for books brought to you by Chris Powell and AJ Barsay, we have our own playlist with Libro.fm. Yes, and you can find us at Libro.fm slash playlist slash Beham podcast. That's right. We got our own. We're hitting the big time, Mom. We're at the top of the mountain. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to put a bookmark in this. I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us here on the Bellingham Podcast. If I get one more book pun, (laughs) I get my set of steak knives for my bonus. (laughs) 